Well, Thomas Bayes was a very interesting chap, and he sort of recently become really into prominence. He was forgotten about, really, for years and years. He lived uh, 200 years ago, 18th century, in London, and he was a cleric, he was a, a priest, if you like, and an amateur mathematician, and he wrote this paper, which he never published in his lifetime, but a friend of his found it in his papers, got it published by the Royal Society in Philosophical Transactions, of the Royal Society, which was really a revolutionary idea, which it concerns um, probability, making inferences from probabilities, and it was very much inspired from gambling. He was a priest, but that's another thing. And this was the case that the origins of probability theory really came from gambling, and they saw gambling as experimental theology, God rewarding us and punishing us by whether the dice fell in the right way or not, you see. So a lot of this actually was done by Parsons, who were interested in morality. A very intriguing thing. Anyhow, his theorem, he developed this beautiful theorem, which I won't go into detail, but it concerns the probability of an event happening against the improbability, if you like, of the perception being correct or wrong. So if the event is highly unlikely, then the probability of perception working effectively is not enough to convince you it's true. If it's highly likely to be true, then it's, you need very little processing to accept it. So it's in a way a balancing act of what the probability of something out there is going to be against the probability of the perceptual system working appropriately or correctly. And a part of the theory which is very interesting is this. It suggests that you never see anything with no initial probability. But what perception is really doing is always modifying what we call prior probability, the initial probability. And it doesn't start from zero. There's always some initial probability, which is then modified by perception. And this is really what's going on in perception. And the balance of these probabilities is really a very key idea. Take the Kunitsa triangle, the ghostly triangle, that is more likely that there's an object getting in the way, hiding the cake so that the slices are not really in the cake, they're due to being hidden. And that would be a, a Bayesian situation. It's jolly unlikely that the slices in three cakes are going to line up. Very unlikely, more likely there's something in front getting in the way, so likely that you actually see the thing on the basis of the probability, although there's no evidence directly from the eye at all. There are no edges actually signalled. The real distinction, as I see it, is signals from the world, given from the retina, from the cochlea, the ear, and so on, coming upwards, so to speak, from the world. And what is coming down is really knowledge. It's really knowledge of objects. And without both knowledge and signals, you don't have perception. If you've only got <laughs> the top down, you're dreaming. You've got all these experiences and whatnot, but not attached to reality because you don't have the signals which is steering it. If you've only got the signals, then you are an automaton. You're dependent on real-time signals for behavior, and then you can't predict the future. You, you can't use experience. You're simply a bunch of reflexes. I think that interface between 
bottom-up information or signals and top-down knowledge is where the excitement is. It, I tell you what, it's a nice joke. It's a hyphen in physiological psychology. It's where they meet physiology and psychology.